International Broadcasting lives on 5085. The big one. WTWW. Please stand by as we get ready to launch another episode of this Reality Radio Cafe Cast with your host and my husband, Denny J, K5DCC. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition, lift off. Now grab your glass and get ready to fill it up with some radio on the rocks. Vehicles pitching downrange. Cool. Welcome everybody to uh, the Digicom Cafe. Uh, we have a very special guest tonight, Emma, who's a member of our yacht group. That's the Young Amateurs Communications Ham Team, which, by the way, is running their net right now as we speak. And uh, we've yep. Emma's father, Wes, here with us. Uh, they are a homeschool family, and right now they're located in their treehouse. And we're, yep. we're located in our virtual cafe here in the beautiful <laughs> Ozarks of Northwest Arkansas. And I have with me my co-host, Professor Jim Brown, retired uh, dean of Indiana University. Uh, welcome, Jim. I see you've had some time to get to know our guests already. I have. I've even toured the treehouse. <laughs> and told some stories while we were waiting to go alive. Well, very good. Well, we know you're full of stories, but tonight we're going to let you just take a back seat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to listen to some interesting stories from Emma, who is 12 years old and uh, a fairly recent amateur radio operator, licensed as a technician, which is the lowest level right now. But, boy, she is going gung-ho. I understand you even run your own nets already. I do. Um I got my license when I was eight, so I've been doing it for four years already. Mm -hmm. um, and I have a net, the after-school net at 5.30 every Monday. Me and um, my co-host, Sabrina, WSAEMT, trade off duties mm -hmm. so we don't have to do it every single time. Um, and that's on our... our Go ahead. Oh, that's on our, uh, in Michigan, uh, there is a link system, the W8IRA link system. And uh, so she does uh, Mondays at 530 on, on the link system. So yep. kind of just, it, it kind of happened as a, I think there was a, a they have a, like a noontime net. And the question was, at the topic of the day was, how do we get kids involved? And after a lot of different ideas were, were shared. Someone said, let's make a net. And I just, um, as like a little, I just an idea, I said, maybe I could be a net control. And daddy took off with that. So, <laughs> so yeah. So how, how many people typically sign into the net on a Monday? Um, it varies very much. Um, one time we got only got like six check-ins. Mm -hmm. um, and another time we got like 20. So it's a broad range of um, check-ins. We usually get, because uh, it's dedicated to kids, so we usually get about three or four kids. Um, aside, I mean, there's there's Sabrina and Emma, but then there's a, a few other ones that uh, will check in. Occasionally, we'll get a few from out of state 
uh, via Echolink. Uh, that's through the yacht, mem- you know, connection. And then, of course, then the, we usually go. The first part of the net is dedicated to, to students. We say students with their own license, mm-hmm. and then we have students who are third party. Um, you have to make sure you have the approval of the other person that you're using the right. call sign, though, obviously. And then we have everybody else. And usually that's the majority of the check-ins yep. is everybody else. Yep. And we get a few, uh, a decent number of adults that usually check in. And yep. They're usually, sometimes we get in as just like, um, hey, I'm just trying to give you numbers here. Mm-hmm. Um, checking in and out. Yep. And we've trying talked a little bit about up. like how to keep it to kids. You know, like sometimes some people expressed the frustration that some nets, you know, turn into just, uh, just a bunch of old guys, you know, (laughs) as they sometimes do. And they said, that's okay. Uh, but we're going to keep the topics to things that young people are interested. And so if they want to show up and, uh, what I keep saying is they want to show up and tell us what their favorite, uh, Fortnite dance move is, they're welcome to show up and do that. So what is your call sign? What is your call sign, Emma? K-E-H-I-K-S. Kilo Echo 8 India Kilo Sierra. Have you got your own special phonetics for that? Uh, Not really. Not really. So A lot of people get creative. Mine is DCC. You know Mm -hmm. what that stands for? Digicom Cafe? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I was really lucky to get that call sign, so... And uh, Jim, he got his right out of the gate. No way is he going to change his call sign. Yeah, oh, no, no way. <laughs> no, I've got my QSL card is a NASA photograph of Earth. Yeah, yeah, he's got a That's beautiful awesome. card. So you'll have to make sure you swap cards with Jim. He's got a beautiful <laughs> card. Okay. So obviously, this gets started with Dad. Uh, Wes, how long have you been a ham licensed ham operator? Um, I have been. Let's see here. I would say maybe a year or two before her. Um, not that long, maybe, maybe seven years or so. I can't remember. It's been a while. I, I don't know. So um, that's his story. <laughs> what prompted it was we, we moved from the city up to the middle of nowhere here. And I kind of felt like I needed a, another method of communication because when we first moved up here, you know, to, to use our cell phone, we had to stand on the front porch you know, to get one bar. <laughs> yeah. <you> know? <laughs> I know the problem. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I can, I can imagine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was too young back then to remember. And so I thought I got involved in that and um, kind of met, we kind of met a, a second family that way. We, uh, um, I'm, I talked to the uh, Aries coordinator at the time uh, in our county, and he kind of introduced us to the, the the CERT team up here, and so we're involved in that as well. And then at some point, um, I would say Emma just kind of said, "Hey, I'd like to do that too." And and I I totally surprised, and he's like, "You sure?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I want to do that too." So I studied for about a year, mm-hmm. got my license when I was eight, and you know the rest of the story. Yeah, um, and I, I was, I would like she said, I was, I was really surprised. I just didn't, yeah, I, it just didn't think that my daughter would be interested in ham radio. I should have known better, but um, now I'm interested in robotics, and wearables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. 
I like being a techie. <laughs> so, I mean, as a dad, I'm over, I'm overjoyed because uh, she likes a lot of the things that I like and we get to do things together. Um, so yeah. yeah, we, when, when we kind of made it part of her, um, homeschooling, uh, curriculum, I have a routine every morning. I do my French app and then I do a practice test. So yeah. gradually I, my scores started getting better and I passed my test with like one qu- question wrong mm-hmm. or something like that. We, we always joke because there is a, uh, when, when she's on the, uh, the link system, there's a, another guy who is. Uh, on the system a lot and he's her call sign neighbor so she's iks and he's ikt and uh he always recounts his uh nervousness because he remembers sitting in the class with her and she finished before he did and there's a little bit of a <laughs> intimidation <laughs> yeah. like wait yeah. a little girl finished before yeah. <laughs> show off <laughs> that was kind of fun because when we showed up for the test <laughs> when we showed up for, for her to take the test they they kind of jokingly said oh are you here to take the test and we said yes she is and then they were like oh okay wow um well come on in <laughs> so yep my mom also has her license but she's kind of a little bit mic shy so yep. she um she likes to be in the background yeah a lot so but she's so you're more like your dad than your mom then huh yeah <laughs> She likes Probably, to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom does too, but with certain people. Like um, family, it's like we've got a method where we just – goodbyes are always hard because it's got yeah. systems. Okay, we better get going. Talk for another 30 minutes. So <laughs> repeat, repeat, repeat as many times as you want. Uh, I think for the most part, we have gotten Emma over the mic shyness. Um you know, for, for when she's talking to people she knows and feels comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. I have a net. So, I mean, like, you kind of have to not be mic yeah. shy for that. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. She still That's has right. a little trouble. She still gets a little shy when we do, um, any, if we try to do any contest on HF. Still yeah, a little that's, bit Yeah, that's shy. a little bit um, different. Um, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a little different. Emma, have you participated in any special events like field day? Or um, I did a while back. I don't quite remember it though. Yeah, it's 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 been a couple years now. Um yeah. because of the pandemic has kind of you know right everything got canceled. This year we were planning to going to go out for field day, but up here in Michigan we had a really bad rash of thunderstorms and you know, lightning and mm-hmm. antennas don't go together. Which so. we're really glad. Um, it turned out that way because we had another event. We thought it'd just be, um, it was like from like four to eight. And so we thought it'd just be like, oh, you just stop and do a couple things. But we ended up staying the entire time mm-hmm. plus a couple extra minutes. So, yeah. That was a, a, a daddy-daughter engineering the day they had our local robotics team puts on. So. Yeah. But there has been time. Um, I remember her sitting in the van with um, one of the local hams uh, who is who's blind, and he got her on the radio. She got to make some contacts, a few. Um, I think I talked to a boy in maybe in Ohio. I think it was Colorado. But, oh, right. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't really we've remember. We've done some field day. Um, done a little, we've tried kids' day a couple times. Um, but And, and then, uh, you know, we've done... Uh, some events, the, the one thing that's difficult is that in our uh, county, 
there are no uh, ham radio clubs. So uh, all of the oh, ham radio really? clubs we would have to go to a nearby county for. Yep. So well, at least you got the yacht group of, to join. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's fun hearing the different voices. It's always neat to see who's on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's fun. Are you talk about lightning and storms? Uh, are you involved in any Skywarn activities over there then? Uh, we, we are actually. Um, although, so it, for our county, I'm actually the Aries um, uh, coordinator, EC, for the, the county. Um, but okay. I actually have a guy who is a couple couple uh, miles away from us. He's our, our Skywarn coordinator. But yeah, we go through uh, Skywarn training through our CERT team. And then also we try to do that with um, with the ham radio stuff too. I've taken a little bit of Skywarn. I don't remember it. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> well, very good. Well, I know you're involved but, um, in something we, else. Like I said, we have special. a limited amount of hams in our area. I think I'm having that doesn't some always happen, issues. but it's we're getting I'm sometimes the screen is freezing up and I'm probably getting behind on the conversation, so I'll have to do some okay. editing. But I know you guys are involved in another special project. Not only do you love to enjoy radio yourself, but like you say, you want to see other young people get in the hobby. So you've started yourself a special YouTube channel, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, we have. Yep. Do you want to tell about it? So, um, so it's, it's all, it's a, <clears throat> it's a technician's level, um, YouTube channel. It's, um, called Ham Radio with Emma. Um, and, uh, we go through the base. It's not like ham in a day where we just tell you the answers, but it's more like you learn and then there's a hands-on portion and then there's a quiz time, um, mm -hmm. So you learn, and then you watch us do some stuff hands-on, and then we answer the questions on the technician, the actual technician's tests right. questions. At one point, I um, it dawned on me that I thought, well, you know, if I could explain all this to an eight-year-old, um, I could make, I could, we could make a video and put the same kind of in, uh, instructions into a video, and then maybe more kids could uh could see that and 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 learn from it and he's so. even made it more kid friendly with little uh <laughs> images and such uh -huh. so we try to we try to aim for the the elementary uh age in the videos um basically eight to twelve kind of the range of yeah but i figure i've had my license i figure if uh i'm sure that adults could probably uh benefit from oh, it too. yeah uh-huh so we did, we, um, we're just getting back into it. We kind of took a little detour um, because uh, we, we built, built the, the tree yeah. house because yeah. we originally, we don't have a very large house. And so our first filming location was in our root cellar. Um, mm -hmm. And so if you could see behind the curtain, <laughs> literally <laughs> on, the, uh, <laughs> on the videos, <laughs> you would see a whole wall full of, uh, can goods jars <laughs> my wife loves to can and you would see a whole shelves and shelves full of uh beans and peas but and she wanted it back so uh we <laughs> built a tree house so that we could uh record video yep. and wow. you know there was just some there's just some problems with with trying to record down there and so um when we thought about the idea about building the tree house we thought 
that would be a great location to to film. So, and it's a fun place to hang out too. Yeah. So. yeah. so now we're so, just so back is the treehouse your ham shack now too. No, not yet. yet. <laughs> we don't have a setup here yet. Um, okay. Just a mobile radio would be fine in here. I don't need a huge setup. Yep. But yeah, we could do that. We definitely have the room, the space. <laughs> yeah. So. It's a ten by ten. Well, so. I watched your most recent video, and uh, your graphics are improving. You're getting better with every episode. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that's difficult about it is, um, is I'm not necessarily the greatest artist. And so I have to kind of rely on what I can find as far as, you know, freely available. And art, I'm, not a gr- I'm not a huge, I'm not a great artist either. Yeah. Um, I do do some vector drawings, but um, they're kind of shapey, blocky. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they're cute, but they're not really good for the videos. Now this past summer, not the, the about almost a year ago now, uh, we did get a chance to do a, a class in um, in a park. So during the pandemic, we had a group of homeschoolers uh, where we we kind of met in a, a pavilion in a local park outside, mm-hmm. and um, so hopefully we'll get a chance to kind of incorporate some of the. Uh, like the hands-on things that we did with them because uh, they I tried to incorporate something that they could get their hands on every single time because that was what they yeah, really enjoyed about we the did have thing. to stop because it was getting cold yeah. so um, mm. um last session we had we were just snuggled in blankets <laughs> I wore the wrong coat and that was not a good decision <laughs> but it was kind of fun you know there's some different things we got them to build um electromagnets let's see we we did some leds leds circuits that we did um at one point i hid a fox in um in the park that went over well but the fox didn't survive (laughs) yeah (laughs) the fox was a uh electronic thing i had built like a couple days before and the, the the girl who found it she came back shaking it like this. I'm like, oh, that's not going to survive. She had her hand like oh, yeah. this, and she was just running. It's like, okay, guess we're not doing another fox hunt. Oh, fun. But what motivated you to uh, homeschool? What's that? What motivated you to homeschool? What was it that moved you in that direction? Actually, what uh, it was Emma that that kind of triggered that. And yeah. Emma... Uh, um, getting in trouble in school. So <laughs> yeah. we disc- my wife noticed a pattern that every um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, she would find out that she had to stay in for recess at school and for talking. We couldn't figure out why there was this pattern. And we finally discovered that uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, maybe Wednesdays is when they would always... Um, they would always present the new thing, things Concept, to learn, new but... concepts, new things like that. And then by Thursday and Friday, I'm like, okay, I know this stuff. Stop, stop making me review it. She got bored and she ended up talking to her neighbor and she ended up having to stay in her school. So we decided that, you know, if we go to a homeschooling kind of curriculum, um, then when she gets bored with something, we just move on to the next thing. And then 
we keep going. It's worked really well so far. Mm -hmm. So do do you have a uh, defined, that is, does does Michigan define a curriculum or do you find your own curriculum or how does that work? We we basically, mommy just, uh, I go, I'm done with the book. Mommy buys me another one. It could be any brand. It could be any book. We've even got some books from Canada. So yeah. we're, we're fairly um, free form there. Uh, I know a lot of uh, Michigan doesn't really have any, a lot of rules around that or regulations, which is a nice thing. Some people in the area do very strict curriculum that follow uh, a specific thing. Uh, we don't, we tend to go where, you know where her interests take us. I tend. I have some. I have some subjects that are lower. Like, I will admit my French is lower. <laughs> um, but I have Daddy around, so I, I can. He can help me translate sometimes. Um, but I have other subjects that are way higher in class. Like uh, I have like a high school physical science and chemistry. Mm-hmm. Granted, I only do those once a week, and they're not my favorite, but I still do them. So, yep. so when we get down with the subject, we just kind of keep on moving. So, mommy goes, "Okay, yeah. Amazon, let's find another one." Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Jim, being an educator, I suppose you have some concerns about uh, homeschool versus the public education system, <laughs> huh? No, not really. In fact, oh, good. When- one of my granddaughters uh, has elected to be homeschooled next year. So I, I'm completely open to all forms of education. I'm just curious about, well, you, in fact, you, you mentioned early on that uh, um, studying for and, and getting the technician license was part of the curriculum. But what other uh, areas of the homeschooling that you're doing relates to ham radio in one way or another, circuit building or what have you. In other um, words, has it gone well beyond studying for the technician license? So it's not really in my curriculum. I tend to just do it on the side. So like um, I come up with an idea, like my latest idea is a glowing bracelet. And so I tinker around and if i can't figure it out i go to daddy and he helps me and uh i think as she gets older we will probably incorporate more um some of the some of the topics in ham radio um sometimes require a certain amount of math skills Mm -hmm. so as she gets working on my math skills i'm i'm a little bit heavy in math so, for example, as we get into uh, trig, for example, we'll be doing a lot of work with, you know, sine waves and that kind of thing. And so yeah. that's where we can bring in wave theory and all of these things that make it fun and, and do some interesting <laughs> things there. So yeah. um, and I, I have to admit that when we run into a topic that, you know, maybe we don't know, uh, my we wife, at, we learn it together. Like yeah. if I don't know it and they don't know it, well, usually if I don't know it, I check them first. And if they don't know it, then we all learn together. Right. So, so if I'm a little rusty on my trig or if I'm a little rusty on algebra, then we just, we just all learn it together and, uh, and go from there. And, and there's a lot of amazing resources. Like um, one of our favorites is Khan Academy. It's yep. like, well, oh, yeah. we have, we're having trouble with this. Let's yep. look on Khan Academy. Let's see what they've got. Yep. 
So yeah, Sal from uh, Khan Academy, he teaches us a lot. It's like, mm, let's see, <laughs> Sal to the rescue. Yep. <laughs> well, plus you learn a lot about geography and cultures around the world. Yep. Uh, once you get into HF, start meeting yeah. a lot of these people and young people from around the world. You can mm -hmm. ask a lot of questions of each other about what's it like living in whatever part of the world you're in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing about, uh, you know, we we have her go year round. Um, she doesn't get a, she doesn't take a summer break. I don't for... have the summer slump. I just go all year round. Usually, though, I get a lighter load in the summertime. Mm -hmm. So because it's it's appropriate because usually I uh, uh, I'm doing more outside stuff. Like maybe I'm helping weed the garden or something or I'm just having fun outside in the sprinkler. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to be stuck inside doing schoolwork <laughs> past noon. I'm usually not anyway, yeah. but like right now, I think it took me like, I don't know, <laughs> not past noon. I know. Mm -hmm. And then with it, <laughs> what, with what do you do for a living? What do I do? I am, uh, currently I'm in cybersecurity. So I have been oh, a wow. software developer, um, over, over the years and, and that took me over into cybersecurity. So I do that as a main job. And then I also, I develop software on the side too. So. Yep. Like he has a chicken app he designed. It's <laughs> called Mother Hen. Yep. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's he, right. <laughs> I want to close too much facts, but he is working on an APRS software app. Oh yeah. Yep. That's, I, I, um, I kind of set myself a goal uh, and we'll see how far I can get with it. But um I'm I'm a big Macintosh guy, um, and all right. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Jim? <laughs> I don't I don't have a Mac because it's too expensive, but I do have a Linux machine, so yep. no Actually, Windows in this family. You are really surprising me. My son is a uh, software uh, developer as well, mm -hmm. and he is anti Mac because Mac ties everything up, you know, and. You're unusual to be a Mac person and an IT guy. In a, yeah. in a well, these days it's changing a little bit. If you go to developer conferences, you'll see MacBooks everywhere now. Yeah. But that's that hasn't always been that way. Um, but one of the things is being a Mac guy in the ham radio world can be a challenge sometimes. Yes. Lots of Windows yep. stuff. All like the programs. My computer can be booted into Windows. It's mostly Linux, though. Um, <laughs> yep. I go, okay, if you need Windows, <laughs> let me know. But So I just discovered something you might be interested in, Emma, and it's called Build-A-Pi. Oh. Have you heard of that? No, uh, I uh, Some guy in Kentucky or Tennessee is kind of self-taught Linux guy that's put together. Okay. Uh, virtually everything you'd want to do in ham radio, he's got it uh, so that it's on a Raspberry Pi, and then you can con you can control your rig with it. And this this is very convenient for people who go battery operated portable, okay. because uh, part of the package of the Raspberry Pi is a uh, a hotspot for whatever you want to connect to your transceiver with, like a like a uh, Android tablet or an iPhone or an iPad or whatever you, wow. whatever you have, um, uh, 
by the way, do you have an iPad, for example? I do. She does. I don't have a phone, mm-hmm. but I do have an iPad. So one of the pieces of software you might want to explore for creating your own graphics is Procreate. Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Procreate. It's very inexpensive and very powerful. Huh. And Emma, if you like Linux, you would love working with a Raspberry Pi. You That's would. Very very yeah. well used in the ham radio. We were we were um, just looking the other day at a robot thing um, mm-hmm. that uses a Raspberry Pi as the main brain. So we've got yeah. a couple of them around here, uh, Raspberry Pis. We have one that's running our DVR system, records TV, and that's also like the weather system. And then we have another one that runs um, home automation system. So um, oh, yeah. no, we have another one in the root cellar. That's the one in the root cellar. Okay. Is the, is the, that's the home automation system. Okay. System. There's one also. There's but there's an Arduino that's running the chicken coop. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have an automated chicken coop, by the way. So we look. How we many like chickens to, have you got? Twelve. Yep. Oh one. wow, we've got eighteen. Okay. We we used to have twenty uh, a couple years ago, but predators have kind of picked them off one by uh-huh. one. Do you and guys butcher? Do you guys butcher your own chickens? We have in the past. Yeah, but not these because they're still laying. Sort of. We haven't found the hens that haven't been laying. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So that sounds uh, like your lifestyle is very similar to ours here, up in the hill in the Ozarks. Yeah, we have, we have kind of a mix of uh, work. We I call it like modern homesteading so it's uh kind of a home- chicken coop <laughs> it's like a homestead <laughs> flair with uh, a bunch of technology thrown in yep. so <laughs> you know i love so it. it's, it's kind of fun well you, we can do screen sharing here on zoom would you like to share uh, a little bit of your most recent video um let's see here uh most recent video which what would you like to see on that i think it was Um, one that you put up about three days ago and just tell us a little about the process of what how you put it together how much time it takes um Uh, you could you could also see the one i'm editing currently if you want um okay share your screen and give us a a little experience of what it's like working with you uh, be sure and check the little products. box to include sound okay yeah uh, let me do that uh, in a minute Plus, i don't know if you noticed jim uh, you can see the reflection in the window so we can see ourselves <laughs> at the window behind oh, yeah. oh. really <laughs> yeah oh sure enough yeah i should have combed my hair it's kind of like you when you shared your picture with me today jim and i could see all your other things reflecting off the glass. <laughs> okay, hopefully I'm gonna take something here. Let's try this again. By the way, I turned my recording off. It just wasn't uh, wasn't working. I was I actually crashed and logged out for a second in the middle. So I'm gonna rely on your copy at the college there, Jim. Yep, it'll work. Okay, I gotta. Just set a few preferences here because the I'm on a Mac and it's and it wants to uh, yeah. make oh, sure Vinci that I can... DaVinci Resolve, wonderful. Oh, you can see it. Okay, there we go. DaVinci Resolve is what I use. Um, yep. Generally, what we do is um, I I record we record everything. I I've been using um, 
open broadcasting uh, to, yeah. to record. And then we generally um, have an intro. Hi, uh, hi, I'm Emma and I like ham radio. Today we're gonna learn, learn how to work with big and small numbers when we're measuring electricity. That's our intro. signature flower. <laughs> I love it. And then in our previous video, usually, as Emma said, our, our videos are in three parts, typically. Now, this one is a little bit different than the, the normal formula because... Um, We're this... smashing uh, hands-on and quiz time together. So it's hands-on quiz time. So usually there's a lesson that's, you know... That's however... right now. Yep. This is the lesson. And we'll go through... And we talk, in this case, we're talking about numbers. Mm -hmm. um, in this case, we're talking about uh, prefixes for... It's called big and small numbers. Yep. So, so we cover um, metric prefixes. Um, let's see if I can scroll scrub ahead a little bit. And um, give you a little taste of what we're talking about, the things that are on the test. We got watts. Kilovolts, kilograms, kilometers. Um, and then we kind of go into uh, how you do the prefixes and stuff. Like and stuff. We use it even less than okay. deca, but it's hecto and it means 100. He does all we already talked about the next stop, a one with three zeros after it. What's that? Kilo. Right. Now, after three places, we start jumping by threes. <laughs> There's so I'll give you a little taste. Um, and then at the after the lesson portion of it. Which is usually where the majority of the video is. We'll jump. Between hand between lesson and hands-on. Oh, that's our <laughs> this is our mnemonic for uh, remembering um, the great <laughs> merciful king hates dogs because dogs constantly make messes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Terra, Giga, Mega, Kilo, <laughs> Hecto, Deca, the base number, Deci, Centi, Milli, and Micro. Or you can come up with your own. <laughs> so we'll go through here a minute. And now what we did for this one is because there's not a lot of hands on directly with numbers. Um, so we combined... Our, our second and third segments, our second segment is usually a hands-on segment where we do something, if we can, Like usually with we the have concept. a little camera that goes down on a tray and then we do our, yep. sometimes it's like um, one time we hooked up, well, one time we were exploring circuits mm -hmm. and we had a big snap circuits, mm -hmm. nice and easy to see. Um it's just got like little snaps so you snap on and off um and uh and i we were describing how the circuit goes so yep. pretty um, neat and then usually at the end of each video we have a segment that is the the test questions it's called quiz time that's where we take the questions directly from the technician's test and um we here let me zoom this a little bit so we don't have to go so much here. 
So this time though, because it's all number-based, we decided to combine hands-on and quiz time into something we call hands-on quiz time. Get hands-on quiz time! We combined the two intros. And so then what we do with this is we kind of work out some of the math um, on a whiteboard. All right, so welcome to hands-on quiz time. And uh, skip ahead to we're going to start with questions. A couple questions. So the first question on from the test is how many milliampers is 1.5 amperes? So let's start by writing the number down. Right one. So I couldn't find my black mark. So I just <laughs> okay. Now we excuse my handwriting. It's not the best. So yeah, that's kind of our process. Um, uh, we these questions uh, usually. In quiz time, you'll see the reference uh, the, at the bottom corner of each of the, the questions, and then we, we go through them. Most of the time, we do them right straight from the test. Occasionally, we'll omit some if they're just repetition, especially if they're like uh, a lot of the same kind of math problems. Yeah. There's a lot of Ohm's Law questions on the, uh, on the test. So once you know Ohm's Law, you can do pretty much any of them. So Yeah. Um, our next segments here are going to be on electronics. We kind of have a um, an overall plan. We're starting with elect electrical theory, then we go into electronics, and then uh, we'll go into all sorts of things. Um, I, have I don't even I don't even remember what all we're <laughs> going to do, but I do remember the electrical theory and the electronics components. Yep. So the the first segment, the lesson part of it, is um, is scripted. We have a script that I write for that. Yep. And, and then the second part, the hands-on, is just as we go, you know. You can tell because we accidentally talk over each other. Yeah. We don't tend to do that <laughs> in the script. Yep. <laughs> and then, in, obviously, in the quiz time, uh, it's mean we narrate the questions, and then Emma gets a chance to get a shot at answering them, and... Uh, and usually by the time she's gone through recording the lessons, she gets the answers pretty much always right. Because yep. you know, a lot of times she's recording wow. and she hasn't seen them yet. Um, obviously, I've seen them. I've, I've kind of prepared them and slides and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. but, um, I haven't seen the answers yet. So it's, it's a fair shot whether I get it right or get it wrong. So yeah. usually cool. I get it right, though. Even it, so, if I get it wrong, he's like, "Are you sure?" And then I redo the math. <laughs> if she gets it wrong, we, we work through it. Yep. Yeah. So. Go ahead and turn your screen sharing off there. Okay. Let me. Do so that. we can see you guys again. Okay. There you go. So there's there a lot of background preparation for one of those episodes. So yeah. Yeah. It takes a long time, and. Uh, that's why we're a little bit slower than I would like to be. <laughs> yeah, so it'll probably take us a year or more to do all our videos. Yep. So. But, but that's okay. Yeah, but then they'll be out there forever for everybody yep. to use, and you'll be yep. able to uh, help a lot of young Especially people get into the hobby, plus. plus provide some wonderful materials for homeschoolers using something that's useful Yep. You yeah. know, to learn some of this stuff like math and whatnot. That's wonderful. Yep. And, you know, like when we were doing the um, the homeschooling class in the in the park, um, I know uh, when it there was, was rushed. There was another. Well, there was a couple. There's another ham, a couple hams there uh, doing it with us. And 
they kind of wondered why I wasn't going through the test specifically. Like I didn't spend a lot of time, like here are the questions you need to learn the questions and all that kind of stuff. Because if they didn't end up taking the test and they just wanted to learn about ham radio, they didn't, they just go, okay, that's cool. Um, okay. Now I have all these questions memorized, but I didn't learn anything. But this is like, even if you don't take the test, then you know, yeah. you, you've learned so much more about ham radio. I think they walked away. I think they walked yeah. away with some little bit of knowledge in electric electricity, some things that they didn't know before, some things about radio that they didn't know before, and just some general knowledge. Yeah, and we, concepts. we had some real fun experiments. Uh, <laughs> I can remember very clearly the gummy bear wave. We made a wave with um, skewer sticks with gummy bears on both ends, and then it was just attached to this long piece of duct tape, and we just. <laughs> But the worst part was at the end when everyone was just free for alling the gummy bears. So you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when we'll, when we get to waves in uh, in our in our video series, we'll definitely include the gun, gummy bear wave generator in there. That was fun. So yep, this this is a, a really good approach because it's a knowledge based approach rather than uh, studying for the test by by memorizing the correct answer. And so you're you're really teaching content, not teaching the test. Yeah, I was, I was really affected by my father-in-law. So when my, when my wife went to get her license, um, she, she, the day that they had the test taking, they also had a ham in the day class. And so she attended it with her dad and, and she had studied ahead of time and her dad had not. And I kind of watched his eyes glaze over and just he could not absorb the kind of material that was being thrown at him in a ham of the day class. And I looked at that and said, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a slower way. And um, I, I, I really wanted to go after the concepts because. So I think you will really benefit with these videos. Um, when, when we actually start getting to actual ham radio stuff, because right now, we're doing electricity. That's mm -hmm. very important to know. I use electricity a lot. I like lighting <laughs> LEDs. I like blinky things. I will admit it. <laughs> blinky lights. So yeah, um, I, I think that hopefully these these concepts. I, I also had an interesting experience with during that uh, class um, that we taught in the park. I had moms asking me, okay, so what book should I buy? And I noticed that a lot of the books that you buy um, for ham radio tend to be kind of a cram type of book, you know, just right. here, just memorize all of these answers and you get out of the, you get out of the test and you might have your license, but you don't know what you're doing yet. Yeah. You don't you're have just any like, idea. I know the answer for this. I know the answer for this. I don't Wait, why am yeah. I, what, it, how do I turn on a radio? Like, <laughs> why, why, how, yeah. I don't know. And it, if I buy this brand new Bofang, how do I program it? How do I, <laughs> how do I talk to people? Like, right. what, do I, have, what am I doing? And we have friends that um, have gotten their license and have yet to even say anything on the radio because, they pass the test, but they don't know how to turn the radio yeah. on. So I imagine that if we get to the end of the, the video series for the 
the technician's test. We'll probably also um, hit some topics and maybe we'll hit these topics along the way. I don't know, but hit some topics that the test doesn't talk about because there's a ton of things that are not really discussed on a technician's test. You know, there's etiquette things. Right you know yeah like there are brief mentions of like you have to give your call sign every 10 minutes yep. or something like that i don't remember the exact wording of the of the test but i know that's what the proper etiquette um but there are things like how do you i just learned this not too long ago <laughs> how do you deal with a round robin mm-hmm. um so i was just throwing it out open to whoever wanted it next I realized that I have to specifically hand it to one person, the next person in the circle, basically. Yeah, it's a simple thing, you know. Uh, you know, what do you do when you're talking on a repeater to somebody and another person pops on? How do you organize that? They don't really teach you that right. in the in the ham radio manuals. You just kind of have to learn that <laughs> through experience. And uh, I figured if we could yeah. uh, make that a little easier along the way, that would be a good thing for overall for the hobby uh, you guys are an inspiration and i think uh you could attest to this idea that ham radio is a great family experience really brings you together doesn't it oh yeah yeah i i think our second family is is growing too <laughs> um our ham radio family i know in the last i don't know how long most of my friends that i've talked to i don't have any friends friends outside of ham radio that have gotten their license and joined ham radio <clears throat> excuse me but i do have some people that were already in the the hobby and i was talking to them mm-hmm. i've talked more on the radio than i have like calling my friends <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. um you know i and it's something that i feel comfortable as a dad for the most part, I feel comfortable that she can get on the radio and she can talk to other hams and I don't have to worry too much about, you know, inappropriate topics. I don't have, as a general rule, our experience with, with ham radio has been people are overly nice. They're they're, they're, they're great. You know, they're amazing. Um, I mean, I know that there are, there are grumpy people out there on the, on the air, but but I haven't met a single (laughs) ham. It's like, if you stutter and being a net control on my net, it's like, um, sometimes I feel bad. Like, can you please repeat your call sign? Um, but most of them don't think a thing Mm -hmm. of it. They're just like, yeah, sure. I want to check in. So I will give you my call sign again. They're not like, I shouldn't have to give my call sign again. You should know it. Mm -hmm. They, they just deal with it. So we've been really helped. We've been really um, thankful for the the hobby um, for our family. And um, just even through the pandemic where, you know, we weren't doing a lot of things in person um, being able to, for her to talk to people on the radio, yeah. like she said, she's talked to more people on the radio than these days than like uh, texting or, I mean, we don't really let her do a lot of that. Right. Social All my media friends have texting. Androids. I have a tablet, so <laughs> yeah. can't really, so can't really cross communication. And there's this funny thing I found with her generation that um, 
they have forgotten that the telephone exists. <laughs> yeah. You keep saying this. I did. Um, it's not just you. I it's know. your friends. You I also, know. You know. But um, yeah. I, you're um, you're still going off of. Um, I called one of my friends one time, and it was really staticky. I was having a really hard time hearing her. Mm-hmm. And I was figuring, well, with video, at least you can see that the video is going. Eh, eh, eh. But mm-hmm. on the on the phone, it's just kind of like, what? What was that? Uh, <laughs> I didn't catch that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like turning the volume all the way up. So that's just why I'm deterred away from it. Mm-hmm. It's not just because I'm like, no, no phone. But <laughs> yeah, I just Jim, your granddaughter needs to see this. Well, <laughs> I, I sent her an email. Uh, <laughs> earlier today mentioning that it would be forthcoming okay <laughs> very good well you guys are a treat you're an inspiration i love what you're doing keep it up i know it's a lot of work but i think over the long haul like you say if you look at the mm-hmm. the end game of what you're trying to do once these videos are done they'll be out there for yep. future generations to to listen to and to watch and to learn from and, and hopefully uh, my friends emma you're can- a great communicator I can't wait to uh, talk to you on the the yacht net coming up here, and okay. I know Captain Ed is anxiously awaiting <laughs> this interview. He's the one that told oh, me yeah. I needed to talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's been fun to kind of meet some people through yacht as well. Yeah, it's been a, been a neat thing to get connected and. Yeah, so Emma, do you have any final words for young people your age? Why should they get interested in ham radio? What's the coolest thing I, about it? I need my I need more friends to talk to. I need more young people. <laughs> I need more kids to talk to. And there I think go. kids I think if so I feel like I have to start this thing like, well, if you get your license, you can talk to me. And then if your friend realizes that you have your license, it starts this chain of like all the friends be like, Well, I want my license so I can talk to you. And then so all mm-hmm. these friends start. Um, mm-hmm. So your friend has a friend that has another friend. Yeah. And it's just this chain of friends um, wanting to talk to each other on the radio. I think I think ham radio is a dying hobby, but we have to reignite that fire mm-hmm. because because it's it's a, um, an obscure hobby. Um, not many people know about it, I don't think. Well, we can, times have yeah. changed. This is the yeah. uh, this is the generation of of small technology like cell phones and things. So, yep. who's yes. interested in radio? I can do it all with my phone. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things I've I think Jim would agree is, with me. Who wouldn't want to talk to Emma? <laughs> <laughs> one of the challenges I've seen in in ham radio is that we we it, something that used to be cool, used to be amazing has gotten a lot smaller now right so at a certain time it, it to be able to tell somebody i can pick up the i can pick up a radio and i can talk to somebody in japan right that used to be something really amazing with the advent of internet and cell phones you know to be able to talk to somebody in, in japan suddenly isn't that amazing anymore yeah right. the nice thing about radio is you can't just randomly pick up the phone and have anyone call you or like mm-hmm. they have to know your number in ham radio it's just like hey i'm on so i'm going to talk to you so mm-hmm. it's just a random conversation all the time yeah 
Very good. Jim, you got any last questions for him? Well, I think you're both just delightful. I love what you're doing. You know, when you put all this time into making an educational episode, you really uh, operating as a, a megaphone. Your, your influence spreads uh, from the time you put in to make the production. Lots and lots of people are going to see it over time. And I just have been totally delighted in meeting you and talking with you mm -hmm. and uh, have appreciated this conversation. So seven threes for talking. me. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, we love having you here in the cafe. Uh, feel free to join us anytime. You can find us on Telegram. If you, uh, In fact, we have a voice channel on Telegram, okay. which now also has video added. Okay. Uh, in fact, uh, usually I record my audio podcast right up there in our cafe cast voice chat deal. And uh, you can get to it by just going to my call sign, k5dcc.com. Or okay. go, to our, our, go to my website, digicomcafe.com, which is a Facebook alternative. Uh, okay. Probably a much safer environment than Facebook. <laughs> I, I don't know if you visited yet or not, but we'd love to have you join. And uh, okay. love to have you share your videos there. Okay. And help bring some young people in there too, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to talk to you. You have your own yeah. Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook like group, sorry. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we've been going for uh looks like an over an, an hour now. And uh okay. I'll get this video from uh from Jim here and then we'll edit it and I'll have it posted tomorrow. I think my internet speeds are too slow right now. I'm having issues. <laughs> I okay. think it'll all work out really good. But thanks for your time, guys. I see it's getting dark back there. It's past Emma's yeah. bedtime. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. I'll just, well, I'd say I'd sleep in in the morning, but I don't do so good. <laughs> She's got schoolwork. <laughs> yeah. Well, 7-3, okay. God bless you guys. Yeah, God bless you too. Hi, this is Extra Class Amateur Radio Operator, K5DCC. I just upgraded to my Extra Class last year. You know how I did it? I used HamTest Online. Did you know that HamTest Online is the top-rated study program on eham.net? 97% of reviewers gave them 5 stars. They have more 5-star user reviews than all other study methods combined. And success is guaranteed. If you fail the amateur radio license exam, they will refund your subscription. It's a no-brainer. You pass the exam or get a full refund. Try it for yourself at hamtestonline.com. Hello, cafeers. Denny J. here in the beautiful Ozarks of Northwest Arkansas out in the country, 25 miles from any large city. Out here in the country, we struggle to get good internet. Maybe you have the same problem. If you live in a rural area, you don't have many options. It's either satellite or DSL or cellular. And believe me, we've tried them all. Just recently, I was more than happy to pay the penalty to get out of our satellite service. Latency was horrible and for amateur radio communications, the delays were up to five seconds, and uh, you probably experienced what that's like. Our DSL service was also very unreliable. We rarely got the speeds that we were promised, and it kept dropping out. But now I think I found a service that we're going to love. It's called Visible.com. It's a company that's owned by Verizon, 
and kind of a paired back service, but works beautifully for my situation here out in the country on 15 acres. Visible.com offers only one plan. It's unlimited everything, unlimited calls, text, and internet at slightly slower speeds than their top drawer plan at Verizon. But it does use the Verizon network. Go to visible.com and use my referral code 3 November 37 November Tango. Also, to get your $40 a month bill reduced to $25, you need to be part of a party pay group. You can join me in our Digicom Cafe party. You will find the link to these things down in the show notes here, along with links to our Digicom Cafe community portal, which is a Facebook alternative. Also, our Telegram community, where we have text and voice chat, and also our live cafe cast here in the Digicom Cafe. So get your line at visible.com. And again, use my referral code and join our party to get that bill down to $25 a month. Thank you for listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe cast. We invite you to join our Mighty Network's amateur radio community at members.digicomcafe.com.